Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Riding, the motorcycle podcast that brings you two-wheel topics from around the globe. Tonight's show is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, go to www.patreon.com forward slash creative writing to find out more. Now, to our regularly scheduled show, show, show. You know, one of these days I ought to get a real echo on that. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast. This is episode, take it away, Wiggins. 150, <laughs> tail. Wow, that sounded so natural and not edited in from another episode. Well, everybody, this is episode 152 of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast. I'm your host, Junk, and with me is Wiggins. Well, sort of with me is Wiggins. We recorded uh, an episode in the on the ride home from IMS Long Beach, which took about an hour, and you know, with the interviews and everything like that, we thought, wow, it's about an hour and twenty minutes uh, that, that it took to drive home. Perfect time to record instead of just sit there and blankly look at each other and stare at taillights, right? So, we have that coming up for you: our opinions, uh, what we saw at the show, and, and all that great stuff. We'll get to that eventually, but first, I am going to preload the amazing interviews that we got there. We got some pretty cool stuff coming to you from people that read the show because I don't want to uh, have have to have them wait through Wiggins and I blabbing of, you know, an hour and 20 minutes of stuff before you get to hear them. They're truly amazing. And we're going to lead, usually you save the best for last. I'm going to throw the best one out there first. So let me know what you think about that. But before we even get to that, I wanted to get to the Thank you, patrons. Bit thank you, patrons was uh, something that Patreon has put on for two years now, I guess. And basically, it's just a campaign that they want to let you know that hey, patrons, we thank you for, for your support. You know, Thanksgiving is coming up. They said throw out a little, you know, whatever you do. Are you an illustrator? Do you write songs? Whatever you do, do a special one for your patrons. Well, now. We are not known for video, but Wiggins and I did a little video from IMS for our patrons. And since it is thank you patrons and not burn your patrons' eyeballs out or whatever, the video was only up for 24 hours. People can only stand looking at my disgustingly ugly mug for so long. So if you're a patron, you got to check it out. You got to see some behind-the-scenes footage and see what we were up to at uh, IMS. So it's gone now, but maybe next year, if you're a patron, you'll be lucky. At any rate, thank you so much, patrons. We're up to 11 now. We got a new patron named Ray that just signed on last month. And uh, we're halfway to our 22 patron goal. Believe it or not, friends, we do have a 22 patron goal. And uh, you can help support us. Tell your mom, tell your grandpa, tell anybody that rides, tell somebody that doesn't ride but wants to hear two uh, nincompoops talk about motorcycles all day. They'll love it. All right. Thank you, patrons, again, and let's get into this week's show. I'm just going to go throw it out there right now and tell you, uh, you don't need to have your listening hat on because this is going to go into your ears regardless of if you want it or not. We're going to lead off with the best interview that we got from IMS first, and uh, yeah, let's get into some of the people that we met this year at the 2018 Progressive International Motorcycle Show, Long Beach. I'm really excited for this interview because we are here with Chris McIntyre, who is the founder of Eagle Rider. I've heard so much about Eagle Rider. I've uh, probably heard you all over the internet and on the radio and, and other lamer podcasts, but you just uh, you just told me 
you just dropped some, some news on us over there, and we haven't even met you yet. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do, and then lay out this world domination plan that you you have uh you know that you have in motion brother i love that you just said world domination in my office on my wall i have world domination so here all right you guys i am a dreamer an entrepreneur my name is chris mcintyre started a company with a whole bunch of fellow dreamer crazy entrepreneurs that believed in one thing that motorcyclists love to experience adventures around the world, beautiful destinations with friends, meet interesting people, ride through challenging weather, and also enjoy the beautiful moments at five o'clock at night when the sun's going down, you can smell the ocean breeze, the sage, the pinion. That's what I did. We started with four bikes in a garage, 1992 to 1994. We finally opened up and the rest has been rocket ship, man. So today we have about 4,500 bikes, 200 locations. We opened up 120 new locations with Harley Davidson alone in 2018. And for the sole purpose, allowing you to experience a life on two wheels. That's amazing. And I would I would lie if I said I hadn't heard of you because I have and I don't even own a Harley, but you guys also weren't exclusive to Harley. That was something that just came recently, correct? Yeah, so when we started, I'm a Madison, Wisconsin native, and even though I started on a Honda 50, crashed within 15 seconds going through Mrs. Lindenfelser's bushes, and I was hooked, but my first real bike was a PE 185, that's a Suzuki Enduro, a badass bike, which I think that bike that I'm looking at right there is a PE 185, somehow modified, um, and then I upgraded in college to a Honda Interceptor. Remember that one with the red seat, 500? It was badass. So my dream, though, was always a Harley-Davidson, being a Wisconsin kid. So when we came to California, why not start this company with four bikes in a garage, which are four Harleys? But truly, to answer your question, man, you're right. We have major destinations. Like in Vegas, we have an 800-bike fleet at times in Vegas. So in Vegas, Harley-Davidson, you're right. We rent every Harley that they make. People can try before they buy. It's awesome. It's right on the Strip. It's a gorgeous dealership. The Eagle Rider standalone store near the airport, you're right. It has BMWs. It has lower CC bikes. It has dirt bikes. It has side-by-sides. It has a BMW GS. And then, of course, all the other Harleys as well. Because let's face it, motorcyclists love to ride all brands, all styles, and yeah, that's what we do. When did you start and where did you start? Because you didn't start this in Madison, Wisconsin. By the way, we have a lot of listeners in Waukesha and Appleton and Fox Valley. They're going to love the fact that everybody... Dude, I'm a Packer fan. Oh. That's right. You hear me? Go Badgers, even though we kind of suck this year. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, excuse me. I, we don't do... Yeah. You guys are doing great this year. <laughs> but yeah, where did Eagle Rider get its start? You, you didn't start in Wisconsin. So it started for me when I was literally riding that 50cc little mini bike and I crashed with Mrs. Lindenfelser. By the way, Mrs. Lindenfelser was my Cub Scouts den mother. Um, I got kicked out of Cub Scouts for riding motorcycles uh, in the, you know, through the yard. But no, all right, so I, I rambled on. But really, my dream was always on two wheels. And so when I came to California, there's no better way. When you're a Wisconsinite and it's freezing and it's ice cold and it's 30 below zero wind chill, Believe me, when first thing I did is get an apartment with a whole bunch of friends near Pacific Coast Highway. I bought 
motorcycle and I started going up and down the coast. And so, of course, I had to buy a Harley. And that's where it started. It started literally in Huntington Beach and Newport Beach, my co-founder, Jeff Brown, in our kitchen tables in the ether. And then we bought bikes. Then we took the bikes and those became the four bikes in the garage that we just rented out to four Austrians. They came walking in our door, opened up the garage. I mean, all good things in, in America start in a garage. And they, these are four brand new Harleys, you know, low mileage. And one of them, big stoic Austrian dude, pulls out a tread depth checker and checks the tire tread. I'm like, who is this guy? And I'm thinking, are these guys going to steal our bikes? They're looking at us. Are these bikes even safe? They go on this trip, October 1993, the maiden test. They go on a trip, come back 12 days later, pull out bottles of Jack Daniels from the saddlebags, hug me, proceed to say, thank you for giving me my American dream with tears in their eyes. You Seriously, know, that was the start of Eagle Rider. What I like that I'm gathering from this is it's not so much that you wanted to start a company, it's that you wanted to share your dream and share your passion of riding motorcycles, especially in places where you don't live. So you can travel somewhere and go ride a motorcycle instead of rent a car because that is lame. <laughs> but it, I, I like the passion right behind it is it's amazing right now. Like I, I, that's really like translating over, and I hope the listeners are grabbing that. Like it's, so, you guys, here's the beauty of, of Eagle Rider. Eagle Rider exists not because of Chris McIntyre, Jeff Brown, or anybody high up. In fact, we probably cause trouble. Uh, we, I know I do because I have way too many ideas and, yeah. and I'm a, I'm, I love to try different things, but they love that. But honestly, it's by every person that we hire as a member of the team, they're motorcyclists that you get the right people with passion and God bless you for saying passion. It's pixie dust. It's a rocket fuel. It is a magic that makes great American companies happen. Yeah. The top 10 people of Eagle Rider top 10 winners of our sales contest you know what they win we fly them to cabo san lucas on the 29th of november they don't ride with any of us they ride with their fellow brothers and sisters that kicked ass and they ride from cabo on the motorcycle of their choice up to la and it's all expense paid it's it's literally some nights they wake up late because they're partying all night they go swimming with the dolphins and i mean it's we literally give the best trip that we have in our company to our employees as a thank you. Boss, I'm quitting Monday. Yes. <laughs> as soon as, as, soon as this podcast comes out, I'm working for Eagle Rider. This is my two weeks notice right now. Yeah. You know what, as, when you hear this show, uh, I've signed. You know what would be cool? I was just thinking this. Not only some of our customers, but how cool it would be to go on that trip from Cabo up to L.A. and interview these guys and podcast every single day. Yep. yep. That, that would be fun. And yeah, sounds good. You're yep. in. Yep. Yeah. I'm in. Hey, I'm a boss, <laughs> Wiggins and I are quitting one day. And I have to ask, so this is 1992, 93. This is before the internet was a big thing. How did you, like, you guys started something amazing. You started sharing, you started sharing the joy of motorcycling with people and a lifestyle, not, not a product. This is a lifestyle. The, the, it could have been any bike that you let those guys ride, but... It was the experience that you're sharing with them. How did you get that out into the ether, as you said earlier, without the internet and Instagram and Facebook and all this stuff that wasn't extant in 1995 or 1992? Larry, you're saying some awesome things. I love you because, by the way, it's all, everything we do is about the experience. We don't rent. We don't sell. Yeah, 
We have a membership program. It's awesome, $29 a month, and you get to experience and try all these different bikes. We have guided tours that are crazy expensive and inexpensive. None of that matters. Actually, it's all about the experience. And so that's literally why I started this, because if you have a love and a passion for something, you want to... There's nothing more enjoyable than seeing your fellow brothers and sisters, family members smile. And that's what we do. And our customers, my office to this day is above our office, our main rental showroom in L.A. because I want to see the joy. I want to see the high fives. I want to see the people before they leave, the anticipation of the wife that's like, I'm going with my husband because it's his dream. And when they come back, it's her dream. And she's booking a trip to go next. But... All right, so I don't even know what you asked me, but I'll tell you right now. Really, we started it old school, I remember now. We started it the old way. We found a travel agency, and those first four Austrians was from Lufthansa Travel. And I thought to myself, man, I want to go ride the Alps. I want to live the American dream uh, and meet interesting people from all over the world. I said, well, first we got to start, before we open up Europe, I want to open up in the U.S., and I want those people to come to Eagle Rider. So we literally, our first four rentals were four Austrians from Lufthansa Travel through a travel agency agreement, old school travel industry. And to this day, we have 50,000 customers from Lufthansa, the German Auto Club, ADAC, from TUI, a $50 billion travel company, American Express Travel. Guys, motorcycling is travel. All we are doing which was pure luck how we found out we're creating tour we're introducing motorcycling to the world of tourism and i'm telling you the ski industry the golf industry fishing hunting all those passion enthusiast sports don't exist without travel i just happened to get lucky and that's how we started it and one of my original so it was jeff brown and me and one of the guys who recommended this was a Peter, a, my, my original, we call the Three Musketeers, Peter Wormer. Peter Wormer um, was our partner. He's the one who rolled out, introduced us to the German market, and he's the one going, let's go to the agencies. And we just did it. Old school. Brick and mortar. Brochures. That's a great way. I mean, that's how you had to do stuff back then, and it's amazing that it's caught on and the fact that you have all these new avenues now allows you to just branch out and take the world by storm. I have to ask, how did you guys come up with Eagle Rider? You got three guys, three ideas coming around here. It probably wasn't easy. I know how hard it is for me and my wife to decide on something. Three people. How did, how did Eagle Rider come about? Larry, you're the best interviewer yet. <laughs> um, no, I'm serious. You have great questions. All right. No, I never told this to anyone. So we started out as Easy Rider. Oh motorcycle rental because I was like yeah you know the magazine the movie or actually the movie you know part of experience of life and and shortly after we rolled out Easy Rider Motorcycle Rental I still have one of the original t-shirts um, I got a call from Easy Rider Magazine and there's a I'm not going to mention his name since this is on the airwaves but the head of Easy Rider goes hey uh, yeah you the guy who started Eagle Rider or excuse me Easy Rider I go yeah is that cool he goes well, no, you need to cease and desist. I'm like, what, dude? He's like, yeah, you, that's our magazine name. I said, no, 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 come on. Give me, give me an hour. I'll come up to Simi Valley or wherever they're at. I'll convince you why rentals, tours, and travel 
is going to be awesome under the Easy Rider brand. Maybe we work at a license. Bottom line is, I went up there. I didn't realize that they were into they were into the skin business, um, and so I went in this conference room that was very dimly lit with a beautiful wooden table that was ornamental, probably imported from Sicily, um, seven inches thick. And at the very back seat where I sat on one side was this gentleman who was a really cool dude I got to know later, but he was in a big red chair and he had muscle next to him, all tattooed. I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. I'm going to convince him. And I gave my pitch about Easy Rider motorcycle rentals and tours, and we can be advertising in their magazines they can provide the clothing and apparel blah 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 and he said chris you're going to cease and desist or we're going to own your company and that was in and bottom line is on the way back to uh torrance where we reopened up originally me and this my attorney pulled over at gladstones great place to have a beer on the ocean and we looked at each other and we started making up names and literally Eagle, Rider, Easy, Rider. We had about eight different names. We said, Eagle Rider it is. Yeah. And it was, honestly, I believe in destiny, Larry. It was, we were never Easy Rider. It was a wrong name. It was a wrong message. The American Eagle, the Bald Eagle, the spirit of freedom, strength, power, America. I, I think an angel literally landed on his shoulder and, and did that. Because it would have been his best thing if he would have done it. Yeah, I know. In retrospect, he probably could, but I guarantee there was someone named Angel probably in the back room there at, yeah. at Easy Rider, and maybe they're the ones that, you know, helped you out. There was Angel. Yeah, there definitely was an Angel there. Definitely was Angel. And Eagle, without even knowing, without even knowing about your deal with Harley Davidson, without even knowing if what type of bikes you rent, you could you could have been a BMW dealer. Eagle Rider, the first time I heard Eagle Rider, I thought it must be a Harley rental because Eagle, everything that Harley Davidson, or not even Harley, American branded motorcycles is Eagle. It's the bald Eagle. It's on it's on every, uh, you know, clutch cover or, or master brakes on it. Eagle. Yeah. Screaming Eagle. Everything's Eagle, Eagle, Eagle. And I assumed Harley. And it's so funny that, you know, years later, how many years have you been in business? Like, this has got to be 20, 30 years later. Five years. 25 year journey baby and beautiful and you couldn't have branded yourself any better and thank god angel was in the back room there and uh (laughs) easy rider told you to cease and desist because you've you've meshed i mean 25 years in the making and now you're up you heard him be on the lookout because you're next and uh i want to know how many when you started did you obviously you didn't know how big you'd get this is a this is an adventure you're on and it still sounds like it is and how many dealers do you have, or not dealers, how many uh, Eagle Rider establishments do you have in the United States right now? So I love that question because we started L.A., just like we talked about. We took every bit of money. I think we might have made $15,000. Oh, man, we're rich. We took fifteen grand and got a really, really, can I say shitty? I just did. Um, location up in San Francisco. Um, because we had to be in San Francisco and anywhere a motorcyclist ride. Then we took whatever money we made and opened up Orlando. We had to be in Florida. Then we opened up Chicago. And that was like four years to do that. And so bottom line is, man, we just decided to start taking some risks and building it and finding people with passion. Today, from four bikes in a garage and, 
and we're over 200 locations, 120 in, in Harley-Davidson alone. We'll be, a, we'll be over 200 Harley locations. We have 50 to 70 standalone locations. We're international. We're in Singapore. We're in Italy. And just get ready. We're about to really explode in the EU, Japan. It's anywhere you want to ride. Listen, Larry, my goal for both of you guys, I'm a, hopefully in about two years, I'm a, we're going to talk again. I'm going to put a blindfold on you. And I'm going to spin you around, and I'm going to say, here's two darts. Throw it. And there's going to be a dart of the world. And all you have to do is hit land, and wherever it hits, we're going to ride bikes. That is my dream and my mission statement for us as motorcyclists. Anywhere you want to ride, street, off-road, on-road, whatever, side-by-side, I want to go ahead and make that experience happen. That sounds amazing. I want to talk to you after the show. I think I want to start Seagull Rider, where we start an ocean. You throw it in as long as you don't hit land. <laughs> it's, it's we, jet ski. <laughs> it's jet ski. We got, we got you covered because he's going he's gonna to own Earth, uh, all the land on Earth. That sounds amazing. And, I mean, you're making it happen. It's not, it's not if, it's when. It's, you're, you've got, you're in motion right now with Harley about to take over the world uh, with their Asian invasion and all the European plans they have. And if you are partnered with them, I can only see that, you know, are, are, are they helping you by giving you new product to, to rent or, you know what I'm saying? Are they, are you getting access to this new amazing stuff that they have coming online for your customers? Yeah. So I can only tell you the journey has been, you said, like you said, 25 years. It's been awesome because Harley, they see, you know, the industry's like, okay, let's build ridership. Matt Levitish, their CEO, two million more riders. I'm in. So the beauty of Harley Davidson, 115-year-old company, they see the vision. They understand what we're about. They know that building riders is about building great experiences. They know that when they roll out an electric bike, what better? Instead of sell one-to-one electric bike, let's give a lot of bikes to Eagle Rider, and then I will do my magic and get thousands of butts on those bikes. And I'm telling you, those who love it are going to buy it. And those who don't, okay, stick to combustion, man. I love the sound. I love, you know, we all are. But, but you guys, that's the beauty when they come out with the Pan America. Let's face it, BMW, the GS1200, they own. They kind of like as Harley owns a touring market. You think of Electric Light and they own 75% of the market share of the U.S. That's kind of BMW for the GS. You know, they win Dakar. But when it comes out, now Harley will be able to put the Pan America in Eagle Rider. At Eagle Rider stores, they can actually try the Tiger, the BMW GS, and the Pan America. And that's going to be an awesome experience for us, the motorcyclists. Harley is not afraid. They're embracing change. They embrace that, whether you call them millennials or gen whatever, my son, who goes to school in Penn State, my daughter's in high school, my daughter graduated. They ride different. They, they actually get Club Eagle Rider. They get subscription. And the truth is, the more people we get riding, whether it's electric and it's just throttle and go, whether it's through a membership program, the more riders we get on our sport, the more bikes the, mem- the OEMs and Harley-Davidson's going to sell. So Harley's been awesome. They're welcoming us in their dealership. We are buying all the bikes. To The more bikes we can get people to try. It's just, it's a match made in heaven. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Because it's, it's pretty rare for a lot of manufacturers to take this leap of faith. I mean, you know me, Larry. You're looking at me. 
I'm kind of a wild card. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. It's a strategic partnership, but it is made in heaven because it's best for the motorcycle industry and it's best for both brands. And I think you hit the nail on the head when people don't want to go, have to go to a Harley Davidson dealership specifically, test ride an electric bike around the block. When they can go to an Eagle Rider, they can see, hey, I've got these three. Maybe in the future when other electric bike brands come out, you know, and maybe when Honda, they'll see Harley doing this and they'll have something. And you'll say, hey, you know, back-to-back comparisons right here. Take it on your vacation for Pete's sake. That's how you want to know if you want to buy something. It's not a five-minute test ride around the block. It's taking it out on a road trip. And you can't do that unless you go through something like Eagle Rider. So I think this partnership is pretty amazing. And I think not only your vision of, of... uh, a, an adventure and and the experience of it all and and speaking of the five Austrians that come back to Ukraine because of what they've shared and experienced together, but now it's all now it's the, this next generation they have a test bed for this stuff and they can experience different bikes like you said com- compare back to back to back right there in in person and all thanks to Eagle Rider that's not thanks to Harley Davidson they don't have a BMW and a, and a, a Pan America next to each other so I mean. You're doing the Lord's work as far as... uh, But it's great for the motorcycle community. I mean, you guys think of that. Do you want to know something really cool? And everyone is always saying, oh, yeah, the motorcycle industry doesn't move quick enough. Yeah, it does. You just have to push it and work together and collaborate and be a leader and not afraid to go in and make magic happen, like the racers and, and how people, you know, flat tracks back. And But I'll tell you what Harley did that was awesome. I You know... When we did Riding Academy and with the Motorcycle Safety Foundation, I went to Bartels Harley-Davidson in Las Vegas. I said, guys, grab the motor company. Let's do something cool. You're training all these people. Let's give them a complimentary Club Eagle Rider membership and give them six free days. So after they're done, they got to graduate. It's called the Grad Pass. So you graduate from the training school. Some are brand new bike riders. They're just getting comfortable. Do I ride a Sportster? Do I want a 500 Street? Do when am I gonna? I really my dream is a Street Glide. Well, it might be a little big, but the beauty is, guess what happened? Not only did Bartels start rolling out where they can try before the buy the different bikes, Bartels the dealer started taking people and enclosed with Eagle Rider day tours to Neptune's Net with the new riders to exactly what you just said. Let's try this thing. Let's try some different bikes because you know what? It's all about riding safe and getting a great experience. And I'm telling you, the conversion will happen naturally. We don't have to force it. We don't have to sell. We just have to give them the avenue to try before they buy. And with the course, like you, they learn how to ride, but they don't get that experience. Like going out to Neptune's Net, riding with people, like actually getting out there on the street and doing it, that's what's really getting people hooked to buy bikes. There's a lot of people, like you said, you're a diver. I got my advanced dive certification and not, I, I've never been back. I love it. I just have way too many hobbies, but it's one of those things like, okay, so you do the class, you get the, the license, but then how do you get hooked to actually purchase a bike after that or continue renting bikes? hanging out with people like me. Dude, <laughs> right? you and I will ride, dive, <laughs> ski, snow, oh, mountain climb. That's too what many, we do. So many hobbies. So many. <laughs> and I... I now I know that now I know there's a school, and now I know uh, something to aspire for. Take us take us through, walk us through the beginning. If, if somebody comes to EgoRider.com, right, and wants to sign up, like yeah, what are the fees? What what are the what is the process? What is this uh, school that you speak of? Yeah, so you guys, there's 
the Motorcycle Industry Council created a beautiful, beautiful program called MSF, Motorcycle Safety Foundation. And, and they have these riding, I mean, they have thousands and thousands of, I mean, really the people doing God's work are the instructors that are teaching people how to ride safely. And those people um, are incredible. But a part of that program is Harley went one step further and created Riding Academy right in the backyard of their dealers. Oh, my God. Chaos is happening. about to unleash the katana, I think. Oh, cool. all the drums covered up. So, but seriously, so the program's simple. You go to eagerrider.com, you go on to Motorcycle Safety Foundation or Riding Academy, you take the class, it's being piloted right now in Vegas and Bartels, it's called the Grad Pass, you pay for the, I think the class is like $180, after you graduate, you pass the little in the parking lot test and training, guess what? Your open road is with the Eagle Rider and the dealer, and we give you a six-month membership to try before you buy. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. And honestly, if you take advantage of it, that's probably more than your $180 back. Yeah, pick the bike. Yeah. If you want to try a new soft tail, it's 150 bucks a day. Yeah. I just, I just, yeah, think about that. That's a bad deal for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's $450. <laughs> I'm going out of business. <laughs> Well, hey, I, I implore you all, go over go over to Eagle Rider, check it out. Yeah. $29.99 a month, right? Nine bucks a month. $377 a year gets you 12 every you know, every month you get a free rental, a rental certificate. And on your birthday, because you're cool, I give you an extra one. I learned that from Disneyland. But seriously, and the whole idea is you ride. Now there's one catch, because it's really cheap. In peak peak times. We have limited availability for members, but I promise you, book in advance, you'll get a get a ride, and enjoy life, man. You, you have hundreds of locations for you to ride from. Nice. I can't believe that. I might go check this out. I might finally see what it's like to be on a Harley Davidson. Brother, come on. After riding my PW50 around all... Oh, oh wait. <laughs> no, no, but I, 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 this is amazing. I've, I've, I've heard you. I've heard your story before, but I've never... And now I get to hear it from the horse's mouth. It's an amazing story. I want your journey to, you know, continue. I really want Suzuki to quit playing those goddamn drums is what I want. This is... Yeah, yeah. Something like a jungle you know we're like we're in a crazy about to get attacked by the natives but i guess katana is about to to launch yeah. but that's not important what's important is go check out eagle rider make this man's dream come true i want him to die happier than he is i don't know if you could be any no, happier you guys you guys i it's all about sincerely for me oh i love that the sound of motorcycle you guys it's about our dream it's about living life it's about experiencing it's about that awesome person right there that works at Eagle Rider comes from Russia and lives American dream on two wheels. Guys, seeing the world on two wheels is a magical gift. That's why we do what we do. And if you want to do it off-road, we got a lot of dirt bikes as well. Wow. Man, that's even like crazy. That even blows my mind even more. I can't yeah. believe this is, that's incredible. That's incredible. And thank you, Chris, so much. Uh, we're getting photographed. We're getting inundated with drums. I can't take anymore. This is overloaded. So. Thanks, Eagle Rider. <laughs> hey, thank you, guys. EagleRider.com. Oh, my God. I forgot to press record the whole time. <laughs> yeah, right. Who does that? Who forgets to press record? Yeah, I actually might have done that once or twice. But not this time. Not in one of the best interviews I think we've ever had. And uh, go Badgers. Badgers, we don't need no stinking Badgers. But when it comes to Wisconsin, 
Nobody messes with my listeners in Wisconsin, except for other listeners in Wisconsin. All right, everybody. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Chris McIntyre, so full of life and uh, making people's dreams come true one ride at a time. All right, now let's move on to the next interview with somebody that's been on the show before. You may know him. Well, let's just let him introduce himself. All right, everybody, we're here at IMS Long Beach 2018. There's a new feature this year called New to Two, and guess who we bumped into? Jordan Diggs of Diggs and Ghost is over here, and of course, he is a part of the program. I don't know much about it, so Jordan, can you clue us in what is the new to two and that you're you're officially it says staff on your shirt so i know you have all the answers i'm looking for so what is this new uh experience about here at ims so to start i don't know everything um so new to two is a segment within the discover the ride area it'll be at every show our entire objective pretty much is new ridership um and kind of combating the fears that a lot of people run into so we obviously will have like me and Monique Phillips um, on stage talking to some of like more of our stories of writing, um, not like your spooky Halloween episode, but uh, just some stories, things that have happened to help be more relatable, kind of like our skits are with Diggs and Ghost. And you are also able to ride some bikes. So you can take a zero bike out here. They're limited, which is pretty dope. Um, they're really fun if you haven't ridden one. All right, Robert Pandia, please be quiet so we can continue our interview with Jordan Diggs. So yes, to resume, uh, part of the Discover the Ride, yeah, you're here to kind of get people in the door to riding, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's a, not only for people who are on the fence, but also people who are oblivious to riding. One of our initiative is to bring someone with you as well. So if everyone can bring someone um, that doesn't ride yet, then that obviously pushes ridership up. We also have something really cool here for kids. So there's an electric bike for kids called Stasic. I don't know why I just pointed over there, um, because you, <laughs> but Stasic is kind of like the zero for kids right now. Um, Strider motorcycles, if you guys are familiar, just no pedals, get kids to balance. Stasic's a step above all electric, and they have different sizes. Um, really dope. I've seen like four little kids wipe out already. So I'm waiting for someone to start crying. Then it's actually an event. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the zero bikes, again, you take them out. They're limited right now because we don't want anyone crashing. I'm hoping to unlimit them later and race somebody after show hours. You can even take an electric bike and wheelie it, something I've never done. Um, so I have to figure out how to pop a clutch with no clutch. Try to figure that out. But, yeah, so the whole initiative of Discover the Ride is, you know, getting people out who are on the fence or don't know yet and make it more comfortable because a lot of people hear fears, you know. What if I crash? Well, I'm going to tell stories about me crashing. Or what if I can't keep up? Well, I I still can't keep up. I've riding for over a decade. So things like that, that's our big goal. Nice. And I I love the fact that you bring somebody here that's never ridden before. You get them on one of these, uh, you know, whether it's a bicycle or one of the Zeros. Yeah, you you can you can get hurt but you can't get hurt hurt and there's ride instructors here from what i understand and we got people like you that are brand ambassadors you always have funny stories digs and ghosts if you haven't checked it out on youtube already and uh, instagram facebook they they tell their stories and now you're getting your chance to tell them here on the stage to new and prospective riders and uh i saw robert pandya up here has he been part of the uh reason that you guys are up here as well so robert um gotta shout him out this is like his brainchild Last year, the whole give a shift that you guys may remember, um, that panel, actually, this was part of like what came out of it, is find a way to actually get people to ride at the show. So, voila, this year, now we get it done. <laughs> right. I know it's cool, to, it's cool that last year they thought about what's wrong, what's wrong, and now to see the action. I wasn't sure the action was going to come, but it looks like they're kind of taking steps. That noise you can hear in the background, too, is what he described 
it's the uh, it's the electric wheelie. Di- I don't know what to call it. It's like a dyno almost, <laughs> but it's like the electric bike over there on the wheelie machine. You don't have to have any experience. You just come over here and, and uh, like, yeah, it's, if you're not used to popping wheelies without a clutch like Jordan, it, it's a first time for you. You just come out, and if it's your first time ever on a bike, you have the satisfaction of being able to go do a wheelie on an electric bike. So you're saving the universe or the planet or whatever, and you get to pop a cool wheelie, and you don't have to have your uh, motorcycle license. And you guys are going to be here all weekend, but you're going to be traveling with the show, right? Yeah, uh, seven cities. I'm probably going to forget them. Um, but I know Long Beach, obviously, this weekend. We have New York, Chicago, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Washington, D.C., and Dallas. That's all seven. Um, that's not the order, though. But So we do have seven cities. We're here all weekend, every weekend, through the entire show hours. Um, if I'm a little drowsy for some, it's probably because I had a very good night the other night before. Don't judge me, and I'm allowed to drink during this session, so that's also fun. Uh, um, but yeah, so we'll be here hanging out. Also, I did want to mention you don't have to own gear. We do have gear that you can take out on the track, um, helmets with liners, so don't worry about lice, um, so, or just don't show up with lice. That helps too. Jackets, gloves, etc. You can wear your street clothes. Um, just you know, try not to crash anybody while you're while you're doing it. We'd prefer that because Progressive probably will not pay out. That's why we signed waivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So bring your lice lice ridden head down here, <laughs> or don't bring lice, and just come down and try it out. There's so many different things. Check out one of those cities. You can go to those cities in any order, but he won't be there then. <laughs> but yeah, check out the show schedule at motorcycleshows.com. Um, it's going to be awesome. I love that this is you know Robert made a big deal last year about the industry. And this is one of the actions that seems like it's coming out of it. Check out Diggs. Check them out on uh, Instagram and YouTube, uh, Diggs and Ghosts. And they got some real funny skits. And this is your chance to see them in person talking about all the, the fun and exciting stuff. And crashing, you know, we all fall. So, yeah. And uh, wear deodorant at least. I mean, you don't. You can bring lice, but at least wear some deodorant. These people look like they're about to start sweating over here on this wheelie machine. But, um, Jordan, it's been good talking to you. And I, I hope we'll see you around later. Absolutely, man. It's always a good time. All right. Late. Jordan Diggs, what a professional. If you don't know Diggs and Ghost, like I said before, head over to YouTube or Facebook and check them out and check them out on Instagram, Diggs and Ghost, and make some pretty funny skits about the ride experience. All right, our next and last interview comes to us from somebody I had no idea about until this year's IMS and the slew of emails that we got regarding some of the vendors. Right now, we're going to go meet one of those vendors check out what they got to offer all right we are here at ims 2018 long beach i've been wandering around and i found this uh booth mirror lock and it looks really interesting and uh, i've stumbled into here and uh, i think i've met the creator of mirror lock uh, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself yeah i'm uh, al jesse of uh, moto manufacturing we're the manufacturer of the uh, mirror lock the new mirror lock Amazing. And this thing looks really cool. Uh, you sent me a, a press kit, actually, and then uh, I didn't know I was going to find you so easily wandering through all the other vendors here, but I've seen 100 glove manufacturers, 100 leather jacket manufacturers. This is the only mirror lock yeah. manufacturer I've seen. So can you walk us through what the product is and what it does? Yeah, I can. Uh, it's a brand new product. Uh, I came up with it. We have a patent on it uh, that was issued here earlier in the year. And essentially what it does is it takes your stock mirror, elevates and pushes it out to two inches. That way it's past your shoulder. Uh, a lot of people uh, for, that have been riding for 40 years have been riding with mirrors that have been misadjusted literally for 40 years. They see their shoulder. 
Uh, so this item not only just does that, then it, it also has a lock in it in, involved, so you can do your coat and or helmet. Now your helmet is over the mirror, and when it rains, it doesn't get full, full water. A lot of uh, the stock manufacturers, uh, you do it under the seat, then it's upside down. Okay, so when you put the, uh, uh, your original mirror into our unit, into the mirror lock, it goes into five uh, polyurethane O-rings. So that changes your harmonics and your vibration. So if you have an issue, all bikes have an issue with that, most of them. Uh, so, yeah, that's what it does. It's a clever little item that uh, I've been working on for, for quite a while, but uh, we just got the patent on it this year. So, You know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, when they do bike reviews specifically, yes, the all I could see was my arm or my elbow yeah. or my shoulder. Yeah. I couldn't see the cars behind me. And then when you can see out the mirror, exactly, it, all you see is blurry vibrations in it. So this kind of takes care of two birds with one stone yeah. and adds a lock-in yeah. feature. Uh, where did you come up with the idea for this? Well, I've been in the industry since 71, so uh, uh, I, I've been around bikes for a while. So uh, this item is our first one we're getting, we have a patent on, and I have some more uh, that we're coming out with as well. But uh, it's a needed little product that uh, people just want to want aha moments, you know. they like, geez, that really does a lot, so... The thing I like about it, too, is that it's not a huge contraption that you're bolting to your handlebars. Uh, the Like you said, the, I can I can tell, overall, I can... Yeah, overall dimensions are approximately one inch by one inch by three inches long with a radius on each end. So, uh, yeah, it's a very... Uh, and when I design and build things, uh, I like to do multiple. I don't, I don't, I never design something that does one thing. So I like to do multiple things. So we crammed a lot of stuff happening. And this is the same item with different bolts and inserts, which we make everything in-house. We have a machine shop. Uh, so it's all made in America. Uh, so this same item will, at the moment, uh, works at over 200 different models. So we just need your model number and easy to install. That's amazing. I mean, and like I said, it, it, it does kills two birds with one stone. And this lock feature, I, I didn't think about it when I saw the helmet sitting here. I really didn't think about it. And that makes so much sense. I ne- You know, in California where it rains, what, twice a year here, I never thought about the rain in the helmet. But I have a lot of friends in Milwaukee and a lot of friends on the East Coast where it can rain in summertime. And I forgot all about the water in the helmet. So you're thinking of everybody across the nation, and uh, you got them, got them covered. Uh, the lock portion, uh, like what sort of weight can this thing handle? Well, it's a, it's all machined uh, with a CNC aluminum, solid aluminum. So I mean, if you want to pull your car with it, uh, you could. But <laughs> but I mean, it's it's uh, you can put what, what you want on. It. It's a solid little piece. Of, it's all machined. It's all hand done. So this is not a. It's, it's a. We we mass produce it because of the jigs and such. So. Uh, Yes, so you you got the helmet supported on here. Um, I'm going to take some pictures and put them on our blog, so if you want to check that out uh, so you can see it in in action. But he's got his jacket, his helmet. Um, I I imagine you could even use this to bolt a bike to a pole or something if you you had to. You could, or a puppy dog. We've had people do puppy dogs. And we also, uh, it's in the near future, it's going to be for uh, like a GoPro uh, and Cena. Uh, because of the harmonics in the uh, in the in the in the unit, so yeah, because of the 
polyurethane. That is pretty cool. And and to have everything up front and not block your, like I said, yeah. it's not a huge contraption. Doesn't block your vision. Doesn't block your hands. Uh, you know, from any any impede them in any way from moving. And it actually looks pretty trick when you have two of them. So uh, yeah, they come in pairs. So yeah, come in pairs. So yeah. And then. I imagine, I don't think anyone would ever use this to pull them out, like all you ADV guys that may get stuck in the mud, but I mean, this could hold up. I don't know if your bracket could hold up, but it seems like this thing yeah. would definitely hold up. And does it... Hey, do, you know what? We might try it. We actually might try that. Yeah. that that's a good idea. Yeah. We're going to try it. Next challenge, yeah. yeah. And uh, what type of key does it open? It's not just a standard key. It looks like a circular key. Yes, it's uh, like a pop machine key. Uh, we have a thousand different key numbers available. Uh, so, and uh, we, we send them out at random, but otherwise, if you have several bikes, give us a call. We do everything in-house. We can, we can key it to the exact same uh, key and easy. Much better than buying something off the internet from China and not knowing, yeah. A, what you're getting, and B, have 18 different keys than on your, for one motorcycle. Yeah. Um, what, do you have anything else in, uh, that you're working on that you can tell us about because this is a tricky cool little item and i gotta say i can't i can only imagine what else you've uh, since 71 you've had a lot of time to think about what motorcycles yeah. need um i can't uh, uh patent laws uh, actually changed in the last few years and uh, i can't actually say but uh, there's some pretty aha uh, uh-huh stuff coming yeah i can't wait to see it are you guys gonna be around here next year oh yeah yep yep so next year, maybe if we come back, I actually he might tell. I might let him kill me. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to sacrifice myself. He can tell me, but then he's going to have to kill me. But uh, yeah, this is this is cool. And and the fact that you said you like to make multi-use things, yeah. um, you know, one I love that because it makes res- you know you're you're quadrupling resources here. Yeah. It also doesn't waste in the manufacturing process, but it also makes it so you're not buying. 18 different gimmicks for one handlebar. Hey, Harley riders have enough of that, right? You have your yep. cup holder, your phone holder. Yep. This is all three things in one, yeah. so it's pretty cool. And where are you guys located? We're in uh, essentially Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And if people want to actually purchase these or get a hold of you, uh, how soon will they be able to do that? And when the time comes, how, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, I mean, we're, uh, we're on the net now, and uh, everything's available. Like, say, we build everything in-house. Uh, we've had the patent since the uh, first of the year, so uh, we've been shipping uh, immediately. Within a day, we can, we can ship. Uh, and it's uh, 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 motomanufacturing.com all spelled out yep nice well i'm gonna check it out uh maybe i'm gonna keep checking back with you because i do giveaways every few months on the show and if you've got something i'm gonna buy it you guys are uh i'll send it out to whoever wins and they can check it out firsthand and i guarantee there's not one person that i've been in contact with that listens to our show that hasn't said something about either the mirrors are wrong they vibrate you know or I want to tie my dog to the yeah, to the handlebars. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Give us a holler, and uh, all we need to know is a model of your bike, and uh, you're set. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much. That was uh, our interview with Mirlock, and we're going to get back to some of the action. Thank you so much for being right. on the show today. Thanks. Thank you very much. All righty. Well, I'd like to thank Al from Mirlock for having us over into his booth and showing us the ropes, literally the locks, uh, and really cool stuff. And I can't wait to see him next year and see what he's got, you know, what that aha thing was. I'm still talking to you, right? So he didn't have to kill me after all. Um, I'd also like to thank Kevin for setting up this interview. If you know who you are, Kevin, 
her name was Chris, actually, and uh, we had we had a lot of fun joking around about that inside joke, inside joke. So, at any rate, I hope you enjoyed these interviews, and uh, we're gonna do a a, a two parter and bring you Chris and I's perspectives next episode. So don't fret. It will be out uh, roughly around the same time as this. If you would like to check out the Progressive International Motorcycle Shows, here's the schedule. Long Beach, California, uh, November 16th through 18th already happened. Uh, New York is next, which is uh, November 30th through December 2nd. Dallas, Texas is January 4th to the 6th. Cleveland, Ohio, where you can catch our buddies from Cleveland Moto Podcast. I hope they know they're our buddies. Uh, That's January 25th through the 27th. Minneapolis, Minnesota from February 1st to February 3rd. Washington, D.C., February 8th to the 10th. And Chicago, Illinois from uh, February 15th to to the 17th. I almost said the 27th. That's a long show. Uh, And also Chicago, Right around Valentine's Day. Take your Valentine. Wee! So, at any rate, uh, check it out. There's four, four sh- or uh, seven shows this year, down from like 15 or something that they used to have. So it used to be quite a massive undertaking with lots of cities and uh, lots of travel, lots of bikes, lots of setup and takedown. But um, yeah, not so much anymore. Hey, I'm gonna put the sh- uh, vendors that we talked to in the show notes tonight. If you uh, would like to see who they are, or what they do, and get kind of a clue of what sort of stuff we're looking at. And then for our opinions and whatnot and everything else, keep on listening. You'll hear it soon enough. Right. We love y'all. Thank you, patrons. Bye.